Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour cosmic cocktail party. GA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City, broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Lincoln to Lansing, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo Way are on the air. They listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you being with us. It is a thirsty Thursday. We are toasting to the good stuff. We'll do our toasts coming up here later on to the show in hour number four but that shouldn't stop you from sending us yours what's the good stuff today hit me up on twitter da on cbs or on the phone at 855-212-4227 it's a big show big 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 show big show we've got diana russini joining us this morning on the program formerly ESPN NFL insider, newly minted athletic senior NFL insider. She will join us hour number four. Also, the sounds of Saturday with the voice of the Michigan Wolverines, Doug Karsh. That's hour number three. And next hour here on the show, how about Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams? As the Chargers try to build back after last year's Really difficult loss in the postseason, the collapse against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk to Mike Williams. Big expectations once again in Charger land coming up next hour on the show. This hour, sound check in 20, in 40, we have a legendary NIL deal. But we begin in Indianapolis, just as we did yesterday with Jonathan Taylor, not traded by the Indianapolis Colts. So Taylor's on the PUP list, physically unable to perform over the first four weeks of the season. Rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson will not have 
an all-pro running back at his disposal, but the Colts could not come to an agreement in trading Jonathan Taylor and probably did not have much impetus to do so anyway. They didn't really want to trade him. And it's a running back market that's obviously depressed. Teams, I think, sounds like, either asked for the moon in terms of what the Colts were asking back, the Dolphins, Jalen Waddell, and teams balked, or didn't have much to give because, again, the running back position has been devalued so mightily that how much would you be giving up for an RB? Not much. So, Chris Ballard, Colts GM yesterday, took to the podium, had some public words, and you could certainly read a few things from his conversation with the media yesterday in the Q&A. Can the Colts salvage this relationship? It is where we begin. You're cold open. Our relationship, I would tell you, is, look, even when it gets hard, I won't quit on the relationship. won't do it. I think too much of the young man. I think too much of what he's given our organization and how hard he's played for us. And what sucks, I mean, the situation I'm not going to sit here and give you some rosy picture like, oh, this is just, everything's okay. No, it sucks. It sucks for the Colts. It sucks for Jonathan Taylor. And it sucks for our fans. It, it just, it does. And it's, it's where we're at, and we've got to work through it. And we're going to do everything we can to work through it. Relationships are repairable. Just seeing guys fight, you just hope that things work out for them. I mean, you see why guys, they, they request trades, they, they want, you know, they just want to feel valued by not only their coaches, their teammates, but the organization as well. Um, and, and I think it's, it's something you got to continue to do. Jonathan is valuable. Um, and at the end of the day, we're not, you know, I'm not just going to let him walk out the building. I'm not going to do that. It's not the best thing for the Colts. It's sad. It sucks because a lot of positions, a lot of positions do a lot for their team. Um, but specifically speaking for the running back position, um, I can just speak firsthand. We do do a lot. And you just want you just want to be treated fairly um, and not even treated fairly. You just want to be, you know, appreciated for what you bring to the team. Any scenario where Jonathan Taylor plays for the Colts again? Of course there is. Of course. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, that was both GM Chris Ballard and Jonathan Taylor, although Taylor's comments were from a couple of months ago. What you read between the lines to me yesterday was a general manager trying to piece together something that was broken above him with Jim Ursay. Now, I'm not saying that Chris Ballard would have given under his own jurisdiction Jonathan Taylor a massive contract. But I thought what Ballard was doing yesterday was trying to continue to hammer home, we love JT, we respect JT, one day we may pay JT. He's an important member here in Indianapolis. But, okay, so that, I think there was a lot of damage control yesterday because It sounds like Jonathan Taylor never wants to play for the Colts again, and Ballard's trying to keep that door open. That was the first part. The second part was, basically, Ballard was cornered by the media by saying, are you guys just not paying anybody? Why wouldn't you pay him? 
And Ballard's response was essentially, we pay players, but we're not paying him right now. And he mentioned Quentin Nelson. So instead of being portrayed as a cheap organization that will refuse to pay its top stars, he mentioned Quentin Nelson. He also mentioned Ryan Kelly. And he said, quote, go ask Kelly. Go ask the other guys in that locker room. Go ask them. We've extended a bunch, and we've done them at different time levels. Quentin Nelson went all the way into his fifth season when we were about to start the season. Everybody's a little different. To sit here and try to make a statement that we don't care or take care of our players, I don't agree with that at all. So he's also trying to change that narrative that might be within that locker room. Hey, if you're not going to reward Jonathan Taylor, what hope do I have? And Ballard's going to have to navigate that. And that's a very prickly situation right now in Indy. But when pressed further, okay, so you love Jonathan Taylor and you reward your star players, so why wouldn't you reward Jonathan Taylor right now? I thought that answer was the most telling. He said, we won four games last year. Okay? We won four games last year. Now, what does that tell you? It tells you that whether it's Ballard, whether it's Ursay, whether it's the new coaching staff or whatever, it tells you that these guys are looking at last year and saying, we can have a star running back like Taylor, but it doesn't equate to wins. Why are you telling me this, DA? Because it keeps going back to the point I keep making. That... Great running backs are not equating to big-time wins. That you have to have so much more to your team, usually more than likely a great QB. And if a Jonathan Taylor is on a team that wins four games, now granted he was not it, he was not there for a bunch of the season or at least handful of games because of injury. What they're looking at is. We were terrible last year. We've got to spread a lot of money around at some point in time. We've got to fill a lot of holes. The running back position is not where we want to go all in on. And Taylor wants an extension that gobbles up some of that, that cash. And they're saying, if we can be bad with Jonathan Taylor, we might as well be bad without Jonathan Taylor. Now, would JT be better for Richardson? Sure, of course. But this just keeps going back to the running back quandary. They keep wondering why we're not getting paid more, why we don't get extended, why we're being disrespected. And all of these teams are going, we can lose with you or we can lose without you. (laughs) No, I thought that was really telling that there were some conversations at some point of that organization that said, should we pay Jonathan Taylor? And they said, well, He doesn't equate to wins or losses. So the answer right now is no. And there's more valuable pieces that get us to more wins and losses. And right now, running back is a luxury item, and we don't want to do that or whatever. Or we can get a running back on the cheap for, again, 80% of the production. Or that Taylor's also banged up coming off his foot injury, and we're not going to pay him at this point in his career. And I have to say... I don't disagree, and I think it's easy to portray Ursay as a bumbling idiot because oftentimes he sounds like that, and he shouldn't have said what he said. But when you hear Ballard, 
Yeah, I think some of it is PR control and some of it's damage control for what Ursay said. I think some of it is just what they view from that position, not Taylor. And it's a shame because Taylor's great in the community. He's a really good guy. People really like him. But what are you going to do if the position is just not one that, that garners that type of money? And again, Taylor's going to want to go elsewhere and want to get traded, and I just I don't think that that's a reality for him. Here's your phone number, 855-212-4CBS, or on Twitter, DA on CBS. You might notice over the course of this morning, we've got college gear all over the place. That's right. The great Pete the Body is donning his Michigan Wolverines t-shirt in honor of Doug Karsh, voice of the Wolverines today. Sounds a Saturday. That's right. I want to be rotating coach. Are you a big Harbaugh guy? I love Harbaugh. You love Harbaugh? Athletic reps. I need some. I love him. I always love that Harbaugh said the best PEDs are sleep and milk. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I am donning my Tennessee Volunteers t-shirt. I love that offense. I love how exciting they are in terms of their brand of football. I think they're going to put up great points, big-time points again this year. They treated me so well when I was down there in, in Knoxville a couple of years ago to go to Rocky Top, and that's one of the great college atmospheres out there. I just love Saturdays in Knoxville, the way that it looks on TV, etc. So I'm donning my, my Tennessee Orange. My wife, a Kentucky grad, will not be happy with me, but it is what it is. <laughs> I saw Bogus rolling around here. He's got his Wake Forest Demon Deacons t-shirt on. so? I did not know he was a Deeks fan. Oh, that, that is a surprising uh, anecdote. And we had another shirt sent to me, and it was an LSU shirt. And I asked for the LSU shirt because of Coach O, Ed Ogeron, who either was really, really friendly and nice to me and my wife because he's just a really nice guy or he was hitting on my wife. I'm not sure. I think it's one the, the latter. One of the two, but we saw him at a, a hotel back in February, and I said hello, and he was like, oh, hey. Actually, he was like, Ugh. And then I walked by with my wife, who loves him because he celebrates with ham sandwiches, and immediately he perked up, oh, who's the pretty, who's the pretty lady? And then I had a long conversation with Coach O. So it's an honor of Coach O that I had the LSU t-shirt. Either way, it's National College Colors Day, a holiday developed to celebrate collegiate fandom and the kickoff of college football's opening weekend. This year's college colors theme, it's about time. That's right. It's about time. And so you can fly your college colors today on College Colors Day. Now, I will say I came into work today, sat down here in this seat, and right before we came on, Pete the Body said, I know that look. And <laughs> I, I'd like to know what, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean I look like something that the cat dragged in? No, no, uh, the... The whole delivery this morning and coming in uh -huh. and whatnot, uh -huh. uh, it could either be one of two things. Uh -huh. You had a very late night partying. <laughs> Definitely or, not. Or <laughs> you had a very busy day 
with AJ. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what do we have for him, Johnny? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, so because I'm back at work full time and my wife is trying to go back to work as much as possible. We were supposed to have, we have kind of like a daytime nanny that shows up for a couple of hours to take AJ so we can both do our thing and, you know, get our work done. Or if I'm not home and my, my wife's not home. And this week, nanny had to call out because her daughter got COVID. Oh, boy. So the nanny doesn't have it, but the nanny's like, I can't be. So we said, yeah, no problem. But those were three days this week that we were supposed to be able to go do our own thing. And that didn't happen. So we've been handing him off like the football to Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) And the last three days, I've had to just run errands with AJ all day and keep him fed and keep him... And we're going to have Mike Williams join us here on the show today. Well, I taped that interview yesterday while feeding AJ. The interview was taped (laughs) from my house as I had AJ on my lap as I was feeding him. So it was that type of day. So when I came in this morning, yeah, it's just like we got to get to the end of this week. We just got to get into the Labor Day weekend. Run the ball. Run the ball. And so you guys all saw me walk in with a pizza box. (laughs) <laughs> which never happens. A full pizza box. And there is one slice of pizza in there. One. We got this pizza, I don't know, how many years ago? No, a couple of days ago. <laughs> I have one slice of pizza left, but I just didn't have time leaving the house today to actually take the slice out of the box, put it in some saran wrap, and put it in. I was just like, uh, grab anything. Okay, get it out of the fridge. I had to put something back in the fridge this morning. It's pitch black when I left the house. So, yeah, it's just... Head is on a swivel today. Head is on a, has been on a swivel all week long. And when I got back to the house yesterday to tape Mike Williams, Pat Boyle's been amazing this week. He's been helping me organize the interviews, including that one. I had AJ out for a drive because he was freaking out and I had to get him to sleep. And this is now the go-to move. This is the, the secret play in the playbook. The moment that he starts freaking out, it's like get him in the car and just get him And he's usually asleep by the end of the driveway. But certainly within 60 seconds, the guy, he's out. So I'm driving him, and I'm like, let me go to my parents' house and kill some time there. He'll sleep in the car, and I'll just, like, park it and, you know, be out. You know, my dad will come to the car and whatever. Or I can take him inside, and it'll be restful or whatever. It's quiet enough. So he's sleeping. I'm like, I'm not even going to take him out of the car. I'm just going to stand outside the door of the car looking at him and then talking to my dad. My dad and my brother are going fishing today, so we were just talking about that. Anyway, Pat texts me. He's like, yo, Chargers practice is going to get over early. And I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) How much earlier? Because I had this planned out to get AJ back to the house, and, you know, I would be ready to go for the interview. How much earlier? Well, they don't really know. I'm like, okay, load them up. We're going back. Pick them up. Let's go. High steps. High knees. High knees, everybody. One, two, one, two, one, two. So Pat's like, text me in the middle of the drive. Uh, Practice is over. Are you ready to go? I'm like, uh, I was at a stop sign. I was like, no, I need another 10 minutes here. I'm trying to get back to the house. So it was that type of day. Walk in the house. I'm like, dude, take the bottle right out of this sleep, and we were going right downstairs to the basement, and we were taping this interview. And luckily, AJ was okay, and Mike Williams was awesome about it. Yeah, and I was getting ready to hop on the Zoom meeting and be, and you know, in case anybody's getting impatient, I'll be like, hey, 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 I was told the time 
Now all of a sudden practice ends early, so I'm, I was like getting ready to freak out on somebody on their PR team. But no, it was everything was perfect, worked out great. And then you happen to pop on there, AJ in hand, and Cap texts me. He goes, "I've never seen anything like this in my life." <laughs> Da is feeding the baby while doing the interview. Things you'll do for a scheduled Mike Williams interview. <laughs> the, things, <laughs> the things you will do for taped interviews. All right, so we're off and running this morning here on the show. When we come back, we've got your best audio of the day, your sound check of the day. How about Bryce Harper going yard for his 300th career home run and admitting how he got fired up? He's listening to local sports talk. We'll do that next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back. Happy Thursday to you, everybody. Once again, the DA Show is available on your phone. You can stream us using the CBS Sports app or the free Odyssey app. Plus, you can watch us, YouTube, Twitch, or watchda.com on your phone as well. Sound check begins with Kyle Shanahan as the 49ers are dealing with a Nick Bosa holdout. I thought it would come probably to this time, just looking at the history of those things. Um, and I'm really hoping it gets done. I know they're working tirelessly at it. John Hamp. Prague. I know their, their team is, and but um, hopefully we can get him in here sooner than later. I have to imagine it does end up getting done. It would be hard for me to imagine that they lose Nick Bosa 
for much time this year, if at all. But let's face it, Bose is an important part of the 49ers being a Super Bowl contender. And in the NFC, to me, I think there are two teams above all of the rest, and then there's a big drop-off, and that is the Niners and the Eagles, the two teams that faced off in the NFC Championship game last year. I don't think the Cowboys are in that class. I don't think anybody else in the NFC is in that class. It's those two teams to me and everybody else. But Bosa is an important part of why the Niners are that high on my list and everybody else's list. And so they got to get that thing done at some point. Speaking of deals getting done, the Dolphins inquired about Jonathan Taylor, but ultimately did not pull the trigger because apparently the Colts asked for Jalen Waddle in return, and that obviously was a no-go for the Dolphins. Here's GM Chris Greer. Did the words Jalen Waddle come out of Chris's mouth? <laughs> uh, again, I'm not going to go into discussions that were <laughs> talked about with stuff, but God, man, you're uh, you're a dog on this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, Jalen Waddle would not be available to anybody. It wouldn't matter who, who they called about. You know, the Dolphins can't afford to break up Waddle and Tyree Kill, and it's going to be, if they win anything this year, it's going to be because of how dynamic their offense is. But I would also say that the Dolphins have a pretty good depth chart at running back anyway, and while Taylor certainly would be the best running back on that team, I don't think they are necessarily Jonathan Taylor away from being really good. I think they can be really good anyway. So, yeah, when the Colts say we want Waddle in return, if that's true, um, of course you're saying no thanks. And that might be a request that the Colts are making because they really don't even want to trade Jonathan Taylor. They're just saying, okay, fine. If we get bowled over with a great player, yes, but we know we're not even going to get that player, so who cares? Next up is Bryce Harper. Now, Harper hits his 300th home run of his career. But before that, admitted that he gets fired up by listening to local sports talk. That's why I was driving in today. And, you know, I'm listening to WIP like I do a lot, uh, the two o'clock hour. And uh, a guy named Chuck called in. He calls in a lot of slayers. Uh, but I said, uh, you know, he was talking about our team and talking about me and stuff. And um, I walked in the training room. I was like, I'm going to go deep tonight for Chuck. Uh, <laughs> that guy had me fired up, man. So a little hard to hear there, but what he's saying that there's a caller, Chuck, to WIP, our Philadelphia Odyssey station down there that rips Harper all the time. Is that what's going on? I Well, I don't know if they rip him all the time, but I guess, well, I guess I think this guy, Chuck, was either, I don't know, actually, I don't know if he was defending him or ripping him. I think he was a positive call. I don't think, I don't think it was a spite home run I, from Harper. I yeah. think it was a positive call that he wanted to, he was revved up by Chuck loving him. So we show up at the park and I'm going to hit a home run for Chuck. And that's a that's a first. Of what? Supporting somebody on Sports uh, Talk? Uh, of a player hearing it and, and a positive reaction and, from the Sports Talk. And admitting it. Right. And Harper's been red hot lately, so my guess is that it was a positive call. But can you imagine, like, you hear Dan Campbell go, yeah, you know, I heard a... Uh, Robin the three two one called the DA show, <laughs> talking about the Detroit Lions. I just you know we had to get a win for him. These guys, coaches, GMs, players, owners, always all since the dawn of time, 
I don't read the newspapers. I don't listen to sports talk. I don't read any of that stuff. And they're all lying. They're absolutely. Just look at how many athletes respond to people on social media. Just, And it could be in a good way or a bad way. Kevin Durant does it in a bad way. He's always bickering with people. But there's plenty of athletes that retweet nice things about them or say something in comments that are you know complimentary if somebody says something nice to them. It happens all the time. Or just look what happened the other day when we played that clip from Noah Lyles, the U.S. track and field star, who said that, an NBA champion shouldn't be a world champion. That's just the NBA. And all of the NBA players responded to that that tweet or that Instagram post with their own comments. None of these athletes can have a filter on their phone that says, only show me nice tweets. <laughs> so they are seeing it all. If they are in their phones, buried in their phones, looking at comments, both good and bad about them, that's just the most modern way to get some type of sense of what people are saying about you. Prior to that, and still currently, it's sports talk. And prior to that, it was what people write about you in the newspaper. So it's been happening forever, and at least Bryce Harper can admit it. But all these guys that say, I tune it out. I don't. I have no idea what happens. I, you know, All I do is, you know, I go home to my wife and kids and walk the dog. I, I have no... Don't, don't believe that for a second. Not a second. And it's human nature. I mean, the few times that you know this show will be written about in the trades or whatever, we all read it. It's not like, oh, I didn't hear what they, I didn't even see what they wrote about Mraz pooping his pants. We, of course, we all read those stories. <laughs> now, those are the stories written about us. But of course, we're all reading those stories. I didn't. I lived it. You lived it. You didn't have to. <laughs> Disgusting enough the first time. I lived it. Finally, Mariners manager Scott Service has all of his players wearing fitted tracksuits ahead of their trip to New York coming up this weekend and had Rev Run, as in Run from Run DMC, send his team a fiery message. Unbelievable month. You guys, it's been awesome. Okay, we got a big month ahead of us. Keep having fun. Julio brought this idea to me. Uh, about a week or two ago, I was like, yeah, let's go for it, okay? And uh, it's about having a good time, keeping it loose. No problem with you guys, but uh, you know, dropped the Run DMC. If you guys know anything about Run DMC, it's, you know, late 80s, early 90s, you know, so uh, I made a few calls, and I found Rev Run. So what do we got? Julio Rodriguez rocking the Run DMC. Got the whole crew rocking it, bringing the energy to New York City. This is Rev Run. Keep repping. Keep rocking. Keep rolling. Y'all are on fire. Peace. I am the king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs. That's great. I'd be totally fired up about that. So I do have to ask this question. Is this in honor of the 50th anniversary of hip hop or is it just a New York thing? Run DMC and fitted tracksuits. From what it sounds like, it was Julio Rodriguez and Scott Service was like, let's do something fun when we go play the Dumpster Fire Mets in a month from now. And they're like, what can we do? And that was, they, got, they got Rev Run on Cameo. If, if you basically. saw the video, they all had fitted Adidas tracksuits that looked like, you know, Run DMC outfits. Like the entire team. Scott's service too. It was pretty funny. So I guess that was their plan to make a fun road trip out of it. But nothing to do with the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Just something fun to do. I guess. 
Okay. They didn't necessarily allude to the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, but we can certainly throw that in there. Well, yeah. it's it's working. They're 12-2, and two, I think, in their last 14 games. So They had a great month. Julio's on fire. Great team. Fun team. Yeah. And they were a team that sold at the deadline. They were in that weird in-between, especially early in the season. It seemed like there was going to be a, a real letdown compared to last year, but they've caught fire recently, and... The Mariners have October dreams. And that is your sound check. Today is College Colors Day, and so we've been talking about that as well. By the way, sound check is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare? Want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now. Get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. So flying the colors, the only person ever on College Colors Day to be wearing a Wake Forest t-shirt mm-hmm. would be the one and only <laughs> kind sir, Andrew Bogus. Bogues, how'd you choose the Deeks? So when this, this is the third or fourth year that we've done this, yeah. and the first year, I, of course, thought to get a Fordham shirt because that's where I went. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they didn't do Patriot League football t-shirts as mm-hmm. part of this uh, <laughs> little promotion. <laughs> so I had to be creative. So one year... I had an Oregon shirt because right. former Fordham head coach Joe Moorhead that year right. was the Oregon offensive coordinator. And this, uh, I went with Wake Forest, simply because Dave Clawson, the Deeks head coach, was the Fordham head coach oh. when I was there. Super great guy. Done a great job at Wake Forest. He has. So uh, here we go. Let's go Deeks. Wow. Yeah. You know one player on the Deeks? Uh, I used to know Sam Hartman, but now he plays for <laughs> yeah, Notre Dame. So. That's right, baby. Mm. When are you going to sing a Notre Dame song a la your Marquette fight song? It's coming. All right. Don't worry. Stay tuned. Yeah, your Marquette fight song was pretty intense. I love how it, you know you guys commented on it because I think I did it subconsciously, but it turned into like alien ant farm <laughs> <laughs> towards the end. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, rah. Hey, hey. M-U, rah, 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 rah. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Right hey. there. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, and then they got bounced round two. Ring out Ohio with an M U Ra Ra. Hey, M U Ra Ra. Hey, M U Ra 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 Ring out Ohio with an M U Ra Ra. I mean, you can have alien inform, but the beginning, I see you on a chair at your wedding. We're holding up in the air, and you're going, hey, 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 hey. And then jumping through a random table with no one watching. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like the eve of March. That was the Sunday, Selection Sunday. It wasn't and I, Biggie's tournament? No, it was Selection Sundays. Okay. And I was filling in hosting, I guess, whatever Sunday night Tom slot, whoever had that. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know what? Marquette's going to win it all. And I decided to rip off the song. And then sure enough, round two. See ya. I had the LSU shirt sent to me for a little Coach O love. Sure. He showed so much love to me and my wife, mostly my wife. And I said, you know, Pat, since you don't have a T-shirt today, I I can lend you this one since I particularly brought in this Tennessee T-shirt so he could have the LSU shirt. He said, thanks, GA. It means a lot, but this is a medium. I said, show off your pecs. Boyle said, no. Yeah, I said it would also show off my moobs. 
Brothers goes, what the fuck you didn't have those? A medium and a medium, I sure as hell do. I'm pretty sure, though, Coach O went two small T-shirts, so you would have right. fit the motif just jamming yourself in there. Yeah. All right, maybe maybe I'll put it on. <laughs> I think you should change your shirt on camera for the ladies. Oh. Get uh, that you, Twitch stream going. Let's pass on that. Bilotti's not having it. Roxy. Mm-hmm. Be very happy. Kind sir, Andrew Bogus is headlines. DA, 92,003 people watched women's college volleyball Memorial Stadium in Lincoln last night. The largest crowd ever for a women's sporting event. Five-time NCAA champ Nebraska rolling to a straight-set win over Omaha. Huskers head coach John Cook post-match on the Big Ten Network. This is unbelievable for women's athletics to do this in Nebraska. You know, we've we've done we've dreamed big here tonight. We really dream big. The previous this was awesome. It was insane. It was insane. So many people. Everybody in red. Ninety-two thousand people is more fans than they have for Nebraska football games because yeah. there's actually standing room that could be down on the floor where the football field would be. So they packed the stadium of the Cornhuskers with more fans for a volleyball game, volleyball match than a football game has. And it was paid attendance. It was not just open doors, everybody come in. So a lot of people paid to get into that. And when I was there two Septembers ago, they needed a booster to buy leftover football tickets right. to continue right. their sellout streak because <laughs> yeah, right. things were not going so well under Scott Frost. That's exactly right. Now, that was against Fordham. But so. No, but that was happening already. That continues, yeah. not just the Fordham game. It yeah, was a yeah. pattern that they were not selling out naturally anymore. You know, and I kind of feel like women's volleyball could have a moment. It's it's got a lot of action. It's 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 a good spectator sport. So when on the Sports Center recap, they said that this is now the most volleyball is the most popular women's girls high school sport in America. It's past basketball. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of athleticism in it. It moves fast. There's a lot of action. Everybody gets involved. It's easy to watch. And I think, yeah, if you have programs like Nebraska, then you know young girls see that and they're like, oh, that looks like a cool sport. I'll do that. And then you have the beach volleyball and the Olympics or whatever. But yeah, I, I could see this growing. It is a cult. It is a cult out there in Omaha. I do Rutgers volleyball. And every time, every year, or whenever they play Nebraska at home at uh, the, the Jersey Mike's Arena where the basketball team plays... It's the largest attendance of the year solely because Nebraska's brings like 1,500 fans. Wow, so they travel too. They, they, they drive or they fly from Omaha just to go to Piscataway for a Friday night game match. Wow. And the way that the schedule works, so like they'll play Rutgers Friday night, Penn State Sunday, which is the cl- and that's like a three-hour drive away, but those are the two closest in proximity to each other. And Friday, they'll, they'll just take a plane Friday night, to New Jersey. And you call Rutgers women's volleyball. Yes. Is there any other school like Nebraska that has this huge fandom? Wisconsin's huge. A lot of schools in the South. The Midwest um, is well, insane, okay. too. Yeah. yeah, the Midwest, where there's, again, where college athletics in general are, yeah. are king with the popularity, how popular women's volleyball has become. You have a good program like Nebraska's had, Wisconsin oh, wow. has. Uh, it is, it's massive. That's awesome. It's also the loudest sport I've ever broadcast for, even high school. Oh, you've done volleyball. I've done too? high school volleyball, oh. yeah. And it's just it there's because there's no lulls. It's so rapid fire. Yeah. 
the thud of the ball, the referees, the players yelling, the coaches yelling. It's just loud. It's the strangest thing. It's it's very intense no matter the level. It's yeah. very loud. And when it's played well, it's a super fun sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that they're, they're having a moment here. I think that's cool. Uh, so, again, that's 92,003 people last night in Lincoln. The previous record was roughly 91,600 people in Barcelona for a Women's Champions League match last year. Almost 51,000 people at Dodger Stadium last night to see their baseball team stay hot. Now the 2-2. Freeman with a fly ball to right. Back goes Carroll. He looks up. See you later. Oh, what a shot. Maybe four rows from the top of the pavilion just to the left of the bullpen. Freddie Freeman's 25th home run of the year now has 89 runs batted in, and the Dodgers have a 2 to nothing lead. Uh, that is Charlie Steiner on Dodgers Radio. Eventually a 7 nothing win for L.A. They are 24-4 and in August, the most wins they've had in any month since strong? moving to L.A. Arizona, meanwhile, remains a half game behind the Giants for the last NL So the Brooklyn spot. Dodgers had a better month. They had a month of 25 wins. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a lot of good baseball in L.A. for the Dodgers. The Braves' 7-3 winners at Coors Field. They sweep their seven-game season series with the Rockies by a combined score of 64-20. to The Rays were 3-0 winners in 10 in Miami, and the Rangers took a 6-5 loss in 10 at the Mets. Texas drops to third in the AL West, a game behind the Mariners and Astros, who both won yesterday afternoon. Joe Burrow back at Bengals practice yesterday. His first official on-field work since hurting his calf July 27th. Messi without a goal or an assist for the first time in 10 matches with Inter-Miami. They take a scoreless draw bust. with Nashville bum. SC. That keeps Miami 10 points out of the final playoff spot with 10 matches to go. The NBA no longer investigating social media posts, maybe from referee Eric Lewis, because he's retiring instead, effective immediately. As far as we know, Lewis might have had some burner accounts just to defend himself and other officials from dumb fans. Yeah. It's the job. Yeah. Not no critiques of the NBA or coaches or players, no shady gambling stuff. He just needed to respond to people telling me he was bad at his job and the NBA didn't like it. Well, I was just I was just saying how all these guys say I don't pay attention to what happens on social media, who knows what happens on sports talk radio. I don't Oh, this guy's got a burner account just to fight with people yeah. that think he stinks. But all he did was defend himself. So it feels a little harsh that he's kind of being pushed into retirement over that. Well, look, Pete Rose only bet on the Reds. So. <laughs> uh, the no ten, deal. The 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame's AD met yesterday in the Dallas area, said the CFP format will not change until we know the futures of the Pac-12 and ACC. At the moment, that Pac-12 winner gets an automatic spot in a 12-team bracket, but... Maybe there won't be a Pac-12, or maybe it will not be good enough to deserve a guaranteed spot. And on okay. night three of the U.S. Open, wins for Francis Tiafo, Caroline Wozniacki, Taylor Fritz, and Jen Brady. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. If I gave you the college football name General Booty, you assess the best NIL deal. We'll tell you if you got it next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. UNCBS it's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right. You can always watch us on YouTube, Twitch, and watchda.com. General Booty, that's a real name, is a quarterback at Oklahoma. He has struck an NIL deal with Rock'em Socks. 
for underwear. And he did a little photo shoot. And he's wearing nothing but these underwear while walking down some country roads wearing nothing but a cowboy hat and looks like he's petting a, a horse and walking down some nice country roads. Riding a horse as well. Save a booty. Ride a horse. <laughs> That's how that song goes, right? He's He's got a couple of bales of hay, one in each hand, and a couple of Sooner Cowboy boots. Okay, boys. Back in college, first of all, this is an obviously awesome NIL deal. If you were named General Booty, you would hope to capitalize on the last name Booty. And in this case, Rock'em Underwear, Rock'em Socks, has underwear that say Booty across the back of his butt. So more power to you. Because if your last name is Booty or Butt, like Mich- Michigan's Jake Butt, you got teased a lot growing up. And now you get to capitalize on that, being a booty or a butt, and make some cash on that. So I'm all about this. For General Booty, could not have been easy being named Booty in third grade. So yeah, make some cash. My next question, though, is would you have been comfortable in college doing a pictorial, a photo shoot, wearing nothing but underwear? If I'm getting money for it, I don't. Oh, you could put me in anything you want. I'll wear a okay, freaking so banana hammock. You've always been shameless. You would not never have body issues. Just put me in whatever you want, and I'll take the cash. Yes. Pete the body. <laughs> I wouldn't have an issue, but others would. <laughs> That's it. That, it's an interesting thing. I now these are kind of like athletic shorts these are those compression shorts that are really less underwear so it's really not as embarrassing but like let's say fruit of the loom wanted to sponsor you in college would you have been confident enough now i'm not saying now because who after college feels great about their body a few of us but in college would you have done a photo shoot where your teammates or your friends or your fellow students or your professors or whatever could see you in nothing but tidy whities that might say booty across the back because I don't think I would have had that confidence even in college. Old man winter here. If I had it my way it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 